0: Peter says, "Um, good evening Howard and Nikki. could you please ask Pastor Derek if there'll be an opportunity for unbelievers living at the time of the rapture to turn to Christ post-rapture Adrian Rogers used to say that the Bible gives no such guarantee while others take an even harder line, they cite 2 Thessalonians 2.11 where God will send a strong delusion to these unbelievers that they should believe the lie, so that's from Peter and then Shirley says, I just wondered if you knew how the rapture would be explained to those left on earth, do you think they would know where we had gone blessings
1: yeah um, the rapture when the rapture happens taking the last one first when the rapture happens that will be a major event and a lot of people know about the rapture already you know and and there will be a massive turning to Christ after the rapture I believe the rapture will be one of the greatest signs that's ever happened and many people will know it's in the Bible and they'll they, they all know that it's the Christians who've gone up. And so this will be a major sign. So people you share the gospel with, even if they don't accept Christ right now, there is a good chance they will have that opportunity to accept Christ after the rapture. The Bible does indicate that there'll be a great soul harvest in the tribulation. For instance, in Revelation 7, it talks that God's going to raise up the 144,000. They're going to spearhead the evangelism in the tribulation from the 12 tribes of Israel. They're, based, they're chosen on an ethnic basis because the church isn't present anymore. And then it describes the, the great harvest of souls that, oh. that, that are now rejoicing in heaven as a result of their ministry. Also, Matthew 24:14 says that in the tribulation, the gospel will be preached. To all the nations, and then the end will come. Many will be saved, but the two Thessalonians passage is is being misunderstood there by, by by that preacher, uh, because yes, there will be a great opportunity. That I mean, basically, why would God do this set of judgments described in the book of Revelation that are going to take seven years? Why doesn't He just do it all at once? Because he wants to save as many people as possible, so having this series of escalating judgments he 's giving people warning warning signs so that they might get saved. The two Thessalonians passage is misunderstood because it says in verse eleven um, it talks about the the activity of the Antichrist with com, you know work coming with uh, signs, wonders, and miracles. And deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie. Now, that happens at mid tribulation. We know from the timetable of the tribulation that it's at mid tribulation that the Antichrist kind of comes to his full power and it talks about the false prophet as well and he's given the last three and a half years as kind of world dictator and he, he does all these miracles happen and the mark of the beast happens at mid tribulation uh, that's revelation thirteen and uh, as a result then that's the great delusion that's gonna come so that if they have still not received the gospel in the first half of the tribulation Now it will become too late because now they've rejected the gospel. Those who've accepted the gospel will not take the mark of the beast and they might well be martyred, but they'll they'll have their souls saved. But those who've rejected the gospel will surely take the mark of the beast because they won't have any option if they want to save their life and then They will be damned. They will be lost. So this is not talking about what happens straight after the rapture. It's talking about what happens a few years later. They still haven't accepted. And now the mark of the beast comes in when the Antichrist comes into his full, full power.